The Bucket Plan On Demand series is brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity, a financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach on advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit ClarityToProsperity.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Bucket Plan on Demand. This is Dave Allison, and I am joined today with a special guest, one of my best friends and uh, longtime business partner now, Greg Hammer. Greg is a top advisor in the country, runs Hammer Financial Group out of Sherville, Indiana. And uh, Greg, you've been with C2P almost since the beginning, right? Uh, almost 10 years now, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's amazing to think back to where I was and where I am today. And, you know, I was looking at some of the clients and some of the things we've incorporated and to say, wow, they've been under this process for this long. It's, you know, it's kind of, you got to sit back and say, has it really been that long? And, and what I've changed in, in the business and how I do things has been pretty incredible. Yeah, it definitely has. You've been uh, just an amazing kind of office to be able to watch the evolution of. Greg, take us back. Let's kind of start there. You know, today we're going to be talking about really the value of having a systematized process and tools and resources that we've built out around the bucket plan and some of the things you've been able to do with them. But, you know, kind of to, to help of all, all of our listeners understand where we're going, Kind of talk about where you were 10 years ago. What did Hammer Financial look like back then? Um, so 10 years ago, one of the easiest ways to put it is I was really a salesman. I mean, that's what it boiled down to. I was very good at doing what I did. I worked off a yellow legal pad, but for the most part, my processes, the, the value that I brought to the appointments was all up in my head and what I knew and how I could, you know, illustrate and communicate with clients, which is, Something from my standpoint was very good, but from a duplication process really wasn't there. And the type of process I worked while brought value in the concepts I brought to the clients, I never really had it as a holistic type planning process. Prior to the whole bucket plan evolution into our practice, it was more about, hey, let's mitigate concerns and risks and, and show value in doing that and then you know complete the sale. And in that, the, 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 and I don't know if you want me to talk about it now, Dave, but we're so far removed from that. I mean, to me, it was the capacity of what I could do. I had another advisor with me, Scott, that would help facilitate most things, but it was basically, you know, we were running at about an eight to 10 million of new assets per year. And my, it was me. It was me and Scott touching every aspect of it. If I wasn't in the office, there was not production. You know, if I wasn't involved, things weren't getting done to where we are today, where there's actually six planning advisors. Scott's more of a, you know, a high level work with the wealth management, kind of semi-retired. I pretty much have dedicated my time to the design part of our process, you know, with it. But I have um, three other full-time planners and a paraplanner that's coming through. That's why I say six. She's in the licensing process. And we are operating um, for the last four years. We were actually, and, and this year we're not going to be that far off, even though the hiccup with COVID, of gathering about $40 million of new assets per year. And we're, we're looking to project at higher rates to, to do even more. Um, and we can elaborate on that more as we go into it, Dave. 
Yeah, definitely. Well, it's an amazing story. And what always impressed me the most about you, Greg, is not only were you a notepad presenter, but you know how to draw on a notepad upside down. And um, talk about unduplicatable, right? You, you, uh, you have the ability to, to write words upside down. Yeah, that's some of our old history. We know where that came from. And it was funny because somebody told me, and actually that's even prior to you, me knowing you, um, one of my mentors in the past said, hey, you know what you're talking about. They don't. You're usually sitting across from a desk, learn to write upside down. So it was kind of one of those things that I just did. And it became, I guess, a, a skill that's hard to duplicate. <laughs> yeah, if I had to write upside down, I'd fail out of this business. So I guess thank <laughs> God I got a process around it. So, um, so let's talk about that. I mean, you started, um, I, if I recall, you know, going back to as you started transitioning into this process and learning it, you really started with some of the core concepts, you know, the philosophy of bucketing and bringing that to your business and kind of using the three buckets. And uh, today it's evolved to, you sit on the planning committee with us and you know, you've been instrumental in helping continue to innovate some of the, the tools. Um, talk about, I guess, you know, if, if we look at the tools as part of the bucket plan, I'll just kind of go through a quick inventory of some of them. I'm not gonna go through all of them, but some of the ones that, that I know really stand out is we've created advisor checklists. And these are things that the advisor needs to do in the meeting. So I know I actually have mine, look, printed right here. I keep them next to me for all of my meetings. And this is, you know, as, as good as we all are, as experienced as we all are, you sometimes just forget to do stuff in the meeting, right? And oh, so- absolutely, yep. So and talk I, about I, what, what those checklists have done for you and your advisors. Well, what I find is if you stray away from the process that we spent a lot of hours, a lot of hours talking and communicating and figuring out what was the best, even, you know, not intentionally missing some of those steps, it doesn't seem to create the same type of connection, the same type of impact, the same type of philosophical message that you're trying to portray to the client. A simple example is just explaining the different options of the Zoom bucket. A lot of time you, you skip right to what you feel is the best solution. But if you're not talking about the different types of methods, you know, like yield, floor, you know, and, and, and you know, the, the type of different bridge options that you have, well, then they're just assuming you're, you're presenting, you know, you're a salesman. But if you explain the philosophical part of it and say, this is why we came to the solution for you based on the many checklists, you know, that we do, because it's all part of it. It's starting at the very beginning of the discovery not gathering the information completely, not going through the goals and concerns and priorities in the right process, not bringing those back into the various steps of the holistic process. It just creates a little bit of a gaps in their, their understanding process, their, their, um, you know, their educational the process that they need to say, hey, I understand why you're bringing me from here to here. And it's not about product. And this is probably the biggest key with 2.0. It's not about product, it's about the plan and why we're bringing them to them. And if you, if you follow this process, they find their way there because you're giving them all the options. You're giving them the choice and the path and they're gonna end up in the right path. I, I can't tell you how many times I've had people come in and say, well, why wouldn't I wanna do this one? And they start off the appointment telling me why they would never go down that path. Right. Right. It's very educational and consultative throughout the whole process. Mm -hmm. 
Um, you know, Greg, something that, that you were kind of instrumental in bringing to the planning committee is, as we were continuing to innovate the Bucket Plan 2.0, which is what we're talking about today, the holistic planning process, um, was the implementation of client agendas. You know, using, I, I mentioned the advisor checklist, which is really behind the scenes. It's for the advisor to follow to make sure that they kind of dot every, every I and cross every T. But what have you seen kind of, from from actually having a client agenda what has it brought to the table and in, in terms of your business well it's really two sides of it you know, you know from a from a preparation standpoint it really mandates that you give some thought to what you're trying to accomplish into that appointment right and we review those agendas prior to going because i'm usually duly presenting you know with another advisor in the office and it definitely puts us on the same page and we're actually creating a progression that makes sense for that appointment and the preparation what i find is just it's 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 a lot you're a lot more prepared going into that presentation from a of what you're going to present and how you're going to present it than you would be otherwise but to me the huge value of the agenda and the key is the transparency and the expectations that are set in the first five minutes of that appointment, you know, after you go through the connection part and depending on what your part in. But when we put that agenda in front of them, say, here's what we're expecting to do. And we, it's down to, this is the time we've dedicated. Is that still good for you? How many times have you been in the middle of an appointment and they say, you know what, I don't have an hour and a half. And, you know, you would rethink how you were going through that whole appointment process. Absolutely. To specifically outline from here's the things that we're going to touch on based on, you know, here's your goals and concerns, here's what we did, we're not gonna be able to hit them on, but here's our agenda for today, this is what we prioritize, and they know what we're gonna accomplish, and then the end of that is, is there anything that you wanna add to this agenda that you make sure we answer today? And just giving them that opportunity to put into the agenda what they want. You know, a lot of times I've found we get in, we're excited about what we prepared for a client, we feel like how can they say no, but we're not really addressing necessarily what their priorities are. So we're just gonna go ahead and give them the opportunity to, to help us create that priority for that appointment. And then we address that, they like it, and they, they love the transparency, they know what you're gonna go through. And when you're getting those questions, well, what about this, what about this? Say, we're gonna cover this in this part of the agenda. So it allows you to consistently create the educational flow that's gonna help them understand and, and, and come to the conclusions that ultimately are the best for them. Well, and you know, part of it is sales 101. I remember when I've you know, been through the Sandler sales training and my coach over there, Jody Williamson, he's always talks about this kind of buyer seller dance, right? And from a sales, we're all salespeople, right? Until we yep. don't sale, we can't help a client. Um, but this buyer seller dance of one of the most important things as a salesperson is you need to control the meeting. You need to control the pace and the agenda. And, Having that agenda, establishing it up front, mutually agreeing upon that agenda, and then mutually agreeing what's going to happen at the end of the meeting. Yep. It's a game changer, right? It's, there's, there's no ambiguity to what's going to happen while you two invest that time together. Yeah, and getting specifically into the agenda, that's in, like to Dave's point, in the agenda, the one that steps is these are the options. This is what we're going to conclude with. And we're going to figure out the next steps and make a decision on those steps wherever you're at in the process. And, you're, and we express it right at the beginning. And they agree. And to your point, Dave, 
they know what the expectations are from them. I could tell you the biggest probably uh, epiphany, for lack of a better word, right, was, you know, people start off those appointments. I think there's a natural apprehension for them to put their guards down because they don't know what our agenda is in that appointment. Yep. And when you tell them at the end of that appointment what the expectations are going to be, often, if we're in that first part of the designing, I tell them typically designs two to three appointments. So we're generally not going to have a resolution at the end of this. I see just a, a, the body just seems to get to a more relaxed state. Right. And then they're, they're more... They're, they're more prepared, they're ready to accept the information without wondering, you know, what's going to happen at some point. When is, when, when, when is the, you know, the, the bomb going to go off here? When, when, is, when is it going to drop the hammer and say, okay, this is what we got to do and make a decision? When you get them out of that concern and they're focused now on just what you want to accomplish, the value that they gain from that appointment is tenfold from what my experience in it. Absolutely. It allows them to open up to you, and that's the most important mm -hmm. thing. So Greg, you know, when we talk about kind of having documented tools, um, the first thing that, that we did, and I remember the first time I ever saw it when Jason drew it out, Jason Smith, you know, probably 15, 16 years ago, was the four-step process, right? Mm -hmm. Step one, discover. Step two, design. Step three, deliver. And then step four is dedicate, right? And so showing the client where they're going to go through the process, um, having a named process, the bucket plan. Uh, I don't know, you know, how your notepad was, if you had a step-by-step -step process with a name and how you could explain it to clients. But I also know you do something called a fit call. You do a lot of marketing in the community, virtual seminars, live seminars, educational workshops, all kinds of things like that. Talk about, you know, the power of having that documented process with a name and the steps so that as you're meeting with a new prospect, you can actually articulate what you and they would go through together. Well, I think without it, there's just, it's too hard to have any type of beginning understanding point or beginning point with the client. Because if I'm going through in today's environment, with the information that's out there and how people investigate individuals, they want a certain type of transparency and what the relationship's gonna be at the beginning. Now you can't bring all of that value and mechanics in by saying I can do A, B, C, D, and F, but say, here's how our process will evolve. Here's the steps that we're specifically gonna walk through. Here's the ways you can engage, because in addition to having that named process, the steps and explaining what the expectations are, having a process even around how they can engage with us, right? Either as a planning fee or as a wealth management client and how that is creating that, that process, that named process, as you mentioned it to is gained so much clarity. I can't tell you, Dave, how many times since I've been doing this and having this all, you know, the, the, the presentation, the sheet that it's all on is perfect. And having that for them, I can't tell you the number of times at the end of a phone call where I've expressed exactly what our process is, here's how it works, here's how you can engage, that the comments simply are, I love the clarity, you've made it perfectly clear how we can engage, and at that point, they're let's get started. Yeah. So when they're, when they're coming in to see us, so the fit call process for my office, and you and I have talked about this, I think if time allows, there's no better value than person to person, you know? 
But in my particular situation, it became a, just a scheduling conflict. You know, I wanted to spend my time with 2.0 clients. So we kind of developed this fit call process and I helped facilitate. I, I, I love the show. I love the limelight, right? So <laughs> to me, the design is where I live. You know, I live in the design part of the process. But by incorporating the fit call, the expectations are set. They know what they're going to come. They're going to come meet with one of my advisors for the discovery where I'm going to be involved in the entire design process and how it works. They, they understand coming into that first appointment, they're ready to rock and roll. They've had the opportunity to ask the questions, you know, what questions can I, you know, so the whole fit call process, as you know, Dave, it's, it's simply, you know, what are your main concerns, goals, priorities, you know, what are the resources you have? And then the third part is, let me explain how we engage and what we do and how our process works. Yep. And when you take them through that 20 minutes and give them the opportunity to answer, you know, I just, there's so much clarity gained and comfort that generally what we find is people come in running. And while most of them want to start just as a planning engagement, the ones that truly find value in what we're doing end up becoming management clients. Right. Greg, I'd love to, if you wouldn't mind, just kind of the, the, the quick version. How do you, on that fit call, when you're talking with a new prospect, so let's say they just came through one of your virtual seminars or they're a referral or whatever it is, right? You're on that fit call and you now explain what your process is at Hammer Financial. Could you kind of just walk through kind of how you explain that and then exactly kind of how you pivot that into, you know, getting them to schedule a step one meeting? So just the process part of it? Yeah, just the process. Okay. So to, to your point, we would have gone through, and there's enough high-level knowledge I already have at this point, right? Because they've told me about their resources, told me what their concerns are. And in my mind, I know whether I can bring value to that client. So at that point, I'm going to simply say, say, you know, given your situation, I tell them, you don't really need to plan. If you want help with some of these things, I can hook you up and help it. But if, if they're a planning client, I explain, let me explain how our process works. There's four steps. First step is what we call a discovery. We did a high level knowledge here, but really we need to get into the weeds. I need to understand your concerns, your priorities, your goals, your risk tolerances. We need to know how these assets are structured so that we can have the accurate information to move forward. Typically, we're going to do that in an appointment. And what we'll find is after that appointment, usually could be done in follow-up. The design is where we're going to begin to create your distribution plan as we go through the evolution of our process. And we're going to Q&A and, and create the different types of funding of the bucket plan philosophy where we're going to know into that design process, you're going to see tangible value at that point. Typically, those design appointments are not done in a single appointment. We're usually seeing them as two, three, sometimes four appointments. It just depends on the complexity of where you're at. The deliver is simply us, you know, creating the finished product for you and implementing that plan for you, whether you use us as a planning basis or whether you're going to want to engage with us as a wealth management and let us do it for you. But that's when the, we're actually going to, you know, finalize the whole plan and put it in place for you. Dedicated is, is going to be that ongoing service. You know, planning is evolutionary. It's not something you create a plan and then all of a sudden you ignore it for the rest of your life. Just think about the tax law changes we've had in the last three years, four years of what's going on here. If you don't have constant evolution of your plan, it's going to become less value oriented the longer you ignore it. So I says, as we walk through the process, two ways you engage. Based on the, you know, one is on a planning fee basis alone, you know, with it. 
based on the complexity, and Dave, you and I know there's an equation in the training, you know, based on the levels of where they're at, we're going to quote them a planning fee. I said, you know, so based on the complexity, um, we charge $300 an hour for non-wealth management clients. We bundle that in the beginning. Based on our conversation, the complexity, I'm going to bundle your planning fee for $19.95 because I anticipate it's going to take us 10 to 15 hours either time together or us creating work and helping you implement to finalize this plan. So I don't want to hit you with an hourly rate. I want to start our relationship with very much a transparent trans, you know, amount that you know, 1995, we're going to complete it A to Z through this whole process for you for the first three steps, right? So you're going to get a discount rate because to me, the value is the ongoing relationship. And I don't want you looking at your watch. Now, if you decide to become a wealth management client, we're going to discount everything at 50%. So instead of a $300 fee, you're going to have a $150 fee. The $19.95 I quoted you, it will be $9.95. We're going to discount it at 50%. Now, if you decide to engage to us, and this is where you'll vary office to office. I'm not saying this is going to be a recommendation for everybody, but at our office, if they engage at a minimum of a half a million dollars, we, we waive the planning fees. We say, if you engage at a half a million, we'll waive the planning fees and you will we'll get paid through the wealth management. That works really, really well for us because when people are there, um, we show them our fee schedules at the end of, uh, you know, or at some point in the design process. And they're like, well, I can do it one way or the other. And once they understand that planning is forever, you know, we the stuff that we use, you know, this is stuff that you got to visit and constantly update. We, see, we just find a high success rate in getting into transition assets, even people that were adamant about being fee-only in the start. Yep, absolutely. And, and uh, very similar. I mean, as you know, Greg, I go through the process now. You know, I do the same exact thing. Quote the fee up front. Half is due upon engagement. The second half is due upon planned delivery. But if they move forward as a wealth management client, I waive the second half of the planning fee. I don't waive the first half of the planning fee. I just waive the second half of the planning fee because now I'm compensated on the wealth management business going forward. And again, it gives them an incentivization to want to move forward and hire you, assuming that they like their plan. Right. I always say kind of it's a date, it's a way we can date before we get married um, as we provide value in building your plan. And so, um, that's awesome. I really appreciate kind of that, the insight. Well, and I think one more important thing, Dave, we should mention is we do have the money back guarantee, right? I mean, as we've always told our clients, I believe you do the same thing, right? If you don't feel there's value in what we put together, there's a guarantee. You know, we incorporated, I think that came out of Jason's office, actually. And since we've implemented that guarantee, we've had less resistance to engage, yeah. you know, from the onset. I always tell people we're not in business to make unhappy clients. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so if they don't see value in what we do, then, then, you know, we just continue to move on and work with people that do see value in it. So yeah. Uh, I use a lot. I says, I'm not in the business of just collecting planning fees. I'm looking for relationships, long-term relationships that will create value for me for everyone and people that are going to want to talk about me with their friends and family. So based on our discussion, I think there's tremendous value. And I would tell you, just to kind of give you the, the wrap up here, there's a lot of times that people will say, I appreciate you saying that it doesn't make sense for us to engage. Yeah. And they walk away, you know, just as content and satisfied because they had the opportunity to ask some questions. And that's what the process to me will help you define. Right? Yeah, absolutely. You know it. 
Absolutely. So today, what we spoke about, just in kind of recapping, you know, some of the tools, we couldn't speak about all of them. It's a two-day training. Right. We spoke about the four-step process, discover, design, deliver, and dedicate. We spoke about the concept of the fit call up front to assess the situation. And that's really the first sell, right? Is getting yep. them to commit to come in for a discovery meeting. We spoke about the power of having the client facing agendas to help control the meeting and set mutual expectations. And then we also spoke about the advisor checklist, the thing that the advisor should follow for quality control to make sure every I is dotted and T is crossed. And these are just a few of the resources in the Bucket Plan 2.0, the holistic planning process. Uh, again, it's like a, it's baking a cake, right? right? You put all these ingredients together and it tastes magical, but you leave a couple of them out and your cake doesn't taste the same. And so yep. um, that's the power of having the process. And Greg, you're definitely a living testament to uh, you know, how much you've grown Hammer Financial Group because of it. Yeah, and there's so much more to what you're talking about, Dave, like you said. To me, just that being able to show the before and after bucket plan and the transition sheet, people <laughs> gravitate to that because this is where you're at. Yep. This is where you should be. And it's so much of an easier visual when you encompass it under the umbrella of the bucket plan philosophy. It's powerful. It sounds like a good next episode. So, All Greg, right. I appreciate your time, and I'll let you get back to meeting with clients. Thanks, Dave. All right. See you later. Thanks, Bye. everyone. The Bucket Plan On Demand series is brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity, a financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach on advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit ClarityToProsperity.com.